0: Today is the first day of the rest of your life, and your future planning started yesterday. You need simple, easy strategies to create maximum results. This is The Scotty Show. Time to get your ducks in a row with Scott Leonardi, owner and president of Complete Solutions, Inc. As a certified financial fiduciary with 25 years in the planning industry, Scott helps educate you on how you can make the best decisions for your family and your finances, and helps you get your ducks in a row for your incredible future. Let's get started.
1: Hello and welcome to the Scotty Show with Scott Leonardi. Scott, how are you?
2: I am awesome, sir. How are you doing today?
1: Fantastic, my friend. I, I know that we have a subject today. You've actually touched on this a little bit before, but you were really going to
2: dive a little bit deeper, I think, into the A, B, C, and Ds of Medicare, right? <laughs> Yes, sir. Yeah, this is a pretty big uh, worry, pretty big concern for most uh, retirees because, of course, health care is pretty important to figure out. What's my options? What's my benefits? And kind of understanding uh, a confusing topic is uh, kind of important. Yeah, and I know that you want to set the foundation right off
1: the bat. So the easy question is, what is Medicare?
2: Well, you know, Medicare, it's interesting. Medicare is designed and was developed as a way to help retirees pay for health care. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of times people think Medicare is is their you know get all pay for all their health care. No it was designed to help pay for their health care. Just like Social Security was designed to help you with retirement income wasn't designed to cover everything. So obviously having that initial starting point is great, but we have to supplement it with something. All right so let's go back
1: in history just a little bit. I've got a two-part question here. How long has Medicare been around? And then the other piece of that is that I know Social Security was was built way back in the day for a very specific purpose. And I've heard people say that like Social Security wasn't built for today's day and age, right? So it's it's a little bit different and there's concerns about Social Security. And I know that this is not
2: about that, but is Medicare similar in its situation? Well, yeah, you know, you're pretty accurate on that on that statement that you just made. Uh, Medicare is kind of a little similar. I mean, Social Security started in like 1935 was kind of the beginning point. Uh, Medicare kind of started in the neighborhood of 1965-ish, but you know, so it was it was a different time frame. But you're right; it, it was completely different than today's generation. I mean, obviously, people are living a lot longer. You know, yeah. people are taking better care of themselves. A lot more medical options today, and a lot more people are just around. You know, people are living longer, so that number is growing at an astronomical rate. As a matter of fact. Depending on what article you read, you'll read anywhere from 8,500 to 10,000 people every single day turn 65 mm. and those people are dumped into the Medicare program. So you can imagine the amount of people coming in, people living longer, that number is growing, you know, by an alarming rate. There's yeah. no question about that. Yeah. So
1: which leads to other concerns, right? I mean, I mean, that this, is, this is why we're having this podcast, but who pays for Medicare, right? I mean, and then how is it funded? And piggybacking off of that, I'm not trying to throw all the questions at you at once, but when you think about that, you've got to answer the question, how is it possibly going to sustain itself if 8,500 to 10,000 people a day are getting dumped into the system?
2: Yeah, yeah, those are all valid worries and valid concerns. There's so no question about that. You know, today's today's society. When you're working, obviously you know, you have a job. You pay a variety of taxes out of your paycheck for a mm-hmm. variety of situations. Of course, one of them is a Medicare tax. So, of course, if you've been working, you've been paying Medicare taxes for years and years. So, that Medicare taxes are designed to you know help cover Medicare but of course that's not the only thing because when you do qualify for Medicare you become eligible uh, to start your Medicare program which is typically at 65 the first day of the month you actually turn 65 is when you're typically eligible for Medicare hmm. that's using in just regular basic eligibility now you can qualify for Medicare early uh, but really only in one situation and that's because of a disability so somebody that has health issues, mental issues, those type of things, they become disabled, and usually after two years of disability, uh, they assume you're probably not gonna come out of that disability, so they'll automatically put you on Medicare. Mm. Um, but normally, it's the first you know day of the month you turn 65. But just because you qualify for Medicare doesn't mean it's all covered. So you know the two basic parts to Medicare, matter of fact, the only two parts to Medicare that's part of Medicare is Medicare Part A and Medicare Part B. And we'll talk about you know kind of the details of those here in just a minute but medicare part a generally speaking is the hospital and that in essence is free now i hate to say free because like mm-hmm. i said you've been paying taxes your whole life into the system but when you sign up for medicare part a you won't have a premium payment uh, in most cases as long as you qualified or your spouse is qualified so that part a is zero but medicare part b there is a monthly premium for that um, so that's kind of important to understand there is some additional costs uh, with Medicare, not just your tax knowledge that you paid. And again, the thought processes as time goes on and on, more people get dumped in the program. We're seeing these numbers go up and let's face it, it's going to have to, right? I mean, those numbers yeah. are going to have to change to keep covering people.
1: Yeah. So So, so again, that, that that brings up that concern. I know that you, you've covered two ways that it's funded, but... Is there enough to to sustain
2: us? Is it gonna go broke? Is Is that a concern on the horizon or not? Well, you know, I think it's always a worry, and not not to think back and forth anything political at all, but let's just face facts. The more numbers that get put that get put into the system, as we see, people are living longer. Claims, medical expenses are getting more and more expensive. Some adjustments and changes have to be made. You know, I always tell people, listen, you can't worry, will this Medicare process and the systems change? You can't worry about that because it will change. What you can do is just make the best health care decision based on what you know today, and then tomorrow, we make the best health care decision based on what we know tomorrow. And, you know, just speaking of the cost factors, you know, that Medicare Part B, again, once you get on Medicare, first day of the month, you turn 65 is the initial starting point. Um, but that Medicare Part B premium is a per-person premium. So $170.10 is the current current Medicare Part B premium per person. Now, I always say that's the starting point because if you are what they consider a high income earner, then you could pay more, you will pay more than the 17010. And of course, those numbers change you know, every year, these numbers kind of adjust and change. And what they do is they look back two years. So if you're going on to Medicare in 2022, they're going to look back two 2020 uh, to see what you earned you know you and your spouse if you filed joint and if you're over the limit then again you will pay more than the one seventy ten. you know I've got some information a Medicare guidebook that I'd love to send out somebody so I know I hate to throw all these numbers and quote all these numbers out there because it's just too much to absorb but you know if you'd like to get our planning booklet our Medicare planning booklet you can just reach out to us uh, you can actually go to our website duckduckplan.com I wrote a little book in there that it's called the duck book people that are 65 and beyond and it helps you understand Some of these factors and you know some of the costs involved with Medicare because again Understanding that process is is going to be a gonna be gonna be an important task right to make the decisions yeah. you need to make Let me ask
1: you this does, does everybody need to sign up for Medicare and and if Everybody does
2: what, what happens if somebody doesn't or forgets or don't, they don't sign up correctly? Well, that's a great question. So, wh- when it gets time that you're eligible for Medicare, and again, the first day of the month you turn sixty-five, I-, I tell people really there can be potentially three options. Number one, you you could you could be on a group plan, and you could be on a group plan, maybe some with a you know health insurance that's paid for by your your employer or you can be on a group plan through your spouse's employer. So as long as you're on a credible group coverage, a group plan, you do not have to sign up for Medicare. You don't have to sign up at 65. You can stay on that group plan. Mm -hmm. Now, again, if the group plan makes sense, I tell people, right? So we have to take a look at the numbers, depending on what what the premium is they're charging you for that, right, and then what your out-of-pocket co-pays and deductibles are, that'll determine whether the staying on the group plan kind of makes sense. But sometime in the future, you'll come off the group plan, right? So I mean, you'll finally decide to retire or or your wife, if it's on your wife's plan, she retires. And then again, now you're kind of forced off that group plan. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of option number one. So some people believe they have to go sign up for Medicare at 65, no matter what. And that is not true. And the reason why they hear that is because somebody said, hey, you're gonna have big fat penalties if you don't do that, Mm -hmm. if you don't sign up at 65. And that's not true. You may have penalties if Again, the big fat key is you don't have credible group coverage currently, and so that's kind of one of the keys, one of the key factors. So again, that credible group coverage is option number one until you do, until you come off that plan, or you could have a retiree group plan. You know, maybe you work with um, you know the federal government and you're on one of the one of the retiree plans, or some companies still have you know some retiree group coverage they'll give you that can be part of your Medicare secondary, your Medicare supplement. But in most of those situations, if you're on the retiree group plan, then you're going to have to sign up for Medicare A and B to make it all correspond and work together. So kind okay, of that's kind of like that's kind of option one. You know, option number two is the traditional Medicare supplements out there. Um, traditional Medicare supplements have been around since 1965. That's a program where you actually just pay a premium. So I was saying it's an additional premium because in, in addition to what, well. When you get on that Medicare A and B, you're gonna be paying for the Medicare Part B, right? That 170, 10 per person. So on a Medicare supplement, you're gonna pay an additional premium, but in that type of a situation, you'll usually have one small deductible for the year. So for an example, you know we talked about how good insurance could be come 65, right? You sign up for a Medicare supplement, let's say a G plan, one of the most common plans out there. With that plan, you have one deductible, $233 once a year towards your doctor bills. That's it. Everything mm-hmm. else is covered at one hundred percent. Would you say that's pretty good coverage, Eric? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Nobody has a couple hundred dollar deductible, and that's it. Usually, works you know we experience a fifteen, eighteen hundred dollar, two thousand dollar deductible, and then an eighty, twenty up to five or six thousand dollars. So yeah, that's pretty awesome coverage. Now that one deductible applies towards your doctors and hospitals, all your medical type stuff. Your drugs are fall under a whole other category. So if we do the traditional supplement, we would sign up for a drug plan. Now, it depends on what state you're in. Most states have 23 to 25, 28 different drug plans. Wow. So the key is finding out what drug plan makes the most sense to you, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, and of course, medications are probably a big concern with most people out there. Would you agree?
1: Yeah. Well, and yeah.
2: I want to follow that up because I
1: actually... I am. I'm not even close to Medicare age yet. <laughs> I, I like to think I'm not very close, but yeah, I'm getting closer every day. Right? Yeah, uh, yeah. I get that. I get that. Yeah. But I actually got a letter in the mail uh, from my healthcare provider that one of the medications I'm on, the the the, the name brand that I'm on, is not going to be covered this this for for 2022. So I know that that other people face this. I'm, I'm assuming that Medicare people face this as well, or people that are on Medicare. I'm assuming that the the coverages can
2: change and say, well, we're not going to cover this med, so they have to change plans, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly right. And, and, yeah. and the problem with medications today is they can be absurd. I mean, oh, the yeah. costs are can be ludicrously absurd. And I've seen some of those medications, and God forbid you're on two, three, two or three, four brand drugs under the same categories. I mean, you could. You talk about some huge numbers. So you're right. I mean, if any most states out there, 23 to 28 different drug plans available to you. So I always tell you that the best plan for you, the plan that fits you the most is the one that saves us the most money based on your medications. So mm-hmm. you can't just look at the premium you can't just sign up for the cheapest drug plan can't sign up for the most expensive drug plan you really have to analyze which plan is going to fit you based on the drugs and again that's kind of where we come in place you know, people can try to figure this out themselves but i tell people use a professional I'll call our office we'll be happy to step through that with you we can help determine what drug plan makes the most sense to you based on medications because again i've had people walk in the office and they say well listen i, I want that that seven dollar plan my brother's on it it's the cheapest out there that's the one i want And I glance over their medications, and I'm saying, "You do not want that drug plan." But let me show you why. Mm -hmm. It's about your medication costs, right? And what you mentioned a second ago with what you're going through happens on a regular basis. So at the end of the year, a lot of times you'll get letters that say, "Hey, listen, the drug that you've been taking, it's not going to be on the formulary next year." Mm -hmm. Well, what's the formulary? Formulary is just a list of medications covered by your plan. So that kind of leads me into the next situation. Once you pick your plan and you decide to go with a plan that you think is gonna be best for you, that needs to be reviewed annually. See, all all of our clients get a letter about September saying, hey, listen, fill out this list, give me a list of your medications. I wanna start comparing all the plans that are available to you next year. Because like I said, perfect example, you're on an expensive medication, they take that off your formulary, we don't want to find out about that in February or March when yeah. you go get it refilled, right? And now all of a sudden you got to pay 100% of the cost. Because if it's not on the formulary, you can still get it, can't you? Mm-hmm. You can get it, but who pays 100% of it? Exactly. Me. You. you, you. <laughs> and again, some of those medications are, again, absurd. So picking the right plan and having it reviewed annually kind of makes sense.
1: Let me ask you this, just on that piece. I don't want to dive too deep into it, but uh, with that With those letters that go out, do they give maybe generic options or options that would be the the same medication just in a different form? Or is it something where usually they're
2: just not covering that type of medication, so you actually have to change plans fully? Well, kind of a yes and no and all that. Okay. Um, so sometimes you'll get uh, a different, couple of recommendations on the similar type plan. But A lot of times they want to refer you back to your doctor and say, hey, listen, talk to your doctor. Find out what medications may be similar to what you're taking. That could be a generic back time up 10, 15 years ago. You didn't much care about that, right? Your doctor said, hey, take this medication. And you listened to what your doctor said. You went and took the medication. And most of the time it was covered by your group health health plan. Today, you just can't do that. You gotta ask the doctor more questions. You gotta say, hey, can I take a generic of this? Is a generic available? What else can I take that would do the same thing uh, that could be less expensive? You gotta be more of a consumer shopper when it comes to some of that stuff. Because again, drug costs is, are pretty important now if it boils down to it you're on a brand drug and this is the only one there's no generic this is the only one you can get and it's expensive well now you got to kind of weigh that out i mean it's more important to have better health and have good comfort and and, and be able to you know be pain-free and whatever yeah. i mean your quality of life is more important than a than a bigger deductible right so suck it up pay what you have to pay if you need to again but you need to question that ask are there alternatives can so kind i of shop around because drug costs are, are very, very expensive, very yeah, and, costly. Yeah,
1: and, and I know that you, I mean, the, the title of this podcast is the ABCs and Ds of Medicare, but really,
2: let's break it down. How many letters are there? Because <laughs> it seems like there's a whole <laughs> lot of different types of, of plans. A whole, whole, whole bunch of different things, yeah. So the first of all is, is Medicare only consists of two, the two original parts to Medicare, Medicare Part A, Medicare Part B. Mm-hmm. Again, Medicare Part A, generally speaking, is hospitalization coverage. No cost to join that, you paid taxes and got in there. Medicare Part B is the doctor portion or the medical portion. I tell people, anything a doctor order, prescribes, or does falls under Medicare Part B, and of course, that's a mess. Of course, that's the one we have to pay that premium for. Now, let me also say, generally speaking, everybody has to pay a premium, and you could pay more based on your earnings, but there are some situations where you may not pay the Medicare Part B premium. And the only way that occurs is based on low income Mm. now that would be medicaid or medi-cal or whatever whatever state you live in but it's the medicaid welfare portion so sometimes retirees think, well medicare medicaid medicare medicaid well i have both of those well no you have medicare is the retiree health plan medicaid is state help so again a and b medicare is the two original parts and of course the newer version to this is medicare part d what do you think part d is drugs Drugs, drugs, Ta-da. Yeah, it's medication, <laughs> medication, right? <laughs> yeah, part Medicare Part D. So yeah, so if we join that Medicare supplement, that traditional Medicare supplement I mentioned, we also have to sign up for a drug plan, you know, Medicare Part D. And again, we have to pick the plan that makes the most sense based on our medications. And again, we'll be happy to kind of help you with that. So either you have A and B of Medicare with a Part D and a supplement, you either have that option. Or what a lot of people are hearing about that's become pretty popular, very, very popular, and that's called Medicare advantages, which is Part C, right? Medicare advantages, Part C. Mm -hmm. So with the Medicare Advantage plan, you know, I kind of call those a a pay as you go plan, pay as you go plan. The majority of those are zero monthly premiums. So there's no additional premium. And of course, I'm saying additional premium because what are you paying? you're paying for that Medicare part B. Yeah, you are paying for your in main forever payment. unless yeah, always in forever unless the state pays that. But in the Medicare advantage plans, the majority of them are, are zero monthly premium, no additional premium. Well, if on the Medicare supplement side, you're paying 125 130 bucks a month and everything is covered except for 230 bucks once a year, right? And some drug pays on your medications, or you're paying zero additional premium, something's probably different, right? Something probably gives. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, again, Medicare advantages are you the pay as you go. So everything just about everything is going to have a copay. Now, the nice thing is most of the copays are pretty darn pretty reasonable type copays, unless, again, you have multiple hospital stays in a given year, that kind of stuff, or you get into some of the big stuff, chemo treatment, cancer, renal failure, that big, big stuff. And a lot of those are 20 percent copays in those Medicare advantages, Mm. which obviously you can understand could be a pretty high copay. Yeah. But even with the Medicare advantages, the Part C Medicare Advantage Well, there is a maximum out-of-pocket called a MOOP, maximum out-of-pocket. So, any one given year, lots of copay is going out. If you ever pay enough copays out with a bad year to hit that maximum out-of-pocket, well, then the insurance company pays 100% after that. So, and Hmm. maximum out-of-pockets out there, depending on what area of the country you live in, could be anywhere from three grand to about sixty-five hundred dollars is a max out-of-pocket. Got it. So people can kind of kind of relate that to their group coverage, right? I mean, because mm-hmm. group coverage, you're paying a premium. You typically got a deductible five, six six hundred, thousand, fifty dollar deductible. And then you got eighty twenty up to five or six thousand bucks. Right. So this part C can be related to kind of group coverage. So your question was, how many parts are there? Well, A and B, and Medicare, two originals. If we want a traditional supplement, we buy a supplement, and we buy part D. So we mm-hmm. have A, B and D. Or the other option is the Medicare Advantage Part C. And the Medicare Advantage Part C includes doctors, hospitals, and drugs in most cases. So it's got ABD in one plan called the Part C. Got it. So let me ask you a question. Is that clear as mud? Sure. (laughs) Yeah. Not clear as mud, not clear as mud, right? So again, this podcast was designed to help you just start thinking about some of the options. And there are some options, and some of the options are very, very good. But really, you need to counsel with somebody who can help you step through this. And the problem is, a lot of times people will jump on the internet and try to find their answers on the internet. And I always tell people all the time, you know, Google. They're going to Google it. I'm going to Google it. (laughs) Right? Google But I tell people Google is like angels from heaven and Lucifer all wrapped up in the one thing, isn't it? Because <laughs> you get on the Google, you can find some awesome stuff yeah. and you can find some not so awesome stuff. And the problem is you get on there looking for a certain answer and you, you go from site to site to site. So next thing you know, two and a half hours later, you, you don't have the answer you're looking for, but you know a whole lot about a whole bunch of other junk, yeah. right? I mean, so again, finding the proper answer is important. And the last thing you want to do obviously is try to put your name, uh, your email address or something into one of those websites because within three seconds you got what spam nineteen emails yeah. you know, sixteen guy Ridiculous. people calling you from all across the country it's kind of a mess and most of the sites just you know say hey plug your zip you know plug your zip code in here plug your age in and then we'll tell you what plans makes the most sense well the problem is you can't pick a plan until you first understand what yeah. your options are yeah I mean, does that kind of make sense well, everyone yeah, on the I mean, sites say you.
0: No, can, yeah, everyone of the sites know, like, say
2: put your zip code in and we'll help you pick a plan. Well, you can't pick a plan till you know what the heck the options are. Yeah, that that's the important education is the important part.
1: Yeah, absolutely. This is going to be a completely selfish question because of, of kind of what my wife and I want to do in the future, which is we would love to travel. But does somebody need to consider that whether they are, let, let's say they're just going to jump in an RV and they're, you know, for their retirement, they want to travel to the United States and, and see all sorts of places or if maybe somebody has uh, you know a vacation property they're gonna spend five months in one place six months in another or seven months or whatever is that something that they have to consider if they're gonna be
2: traveling uh, when it comes to what plan they pick yeah that, that, that definitely is uh, are some factors to surely consider yeah so I mean you, you, it just depends on what type of health you got going on and, and those type of things all the plans out there to my knowledge all the plans out there have emergency worldwide or emergency United States only travel so mm-hmm. again, if you, no matter even if you're in an HMO plan, HMOs health maintenance organization, you have to use the doctors and hospitals in the network. There's a network, mm-hmm. right? Uh, with all those plans in, in in the in this in the retiree realm, the Medicare realm, they all offer you again emergency worldwide and urgent care services. So if you're traveling, no worries, go to the closest facility. Emergency, it's going to be covered just like a network. Okay. But but the one thing that you said is you know what if you spend six months out of the year in Florida, you got a house in Florida. Well, the key is if you're seeing a regular doctor for regular visits and you want to see a regular doctor, regular visits in Florida. Well, now you have to make sure your plan going to cover that. Mm-hmm. Because remember, I said emergency worldwide yes. and urgent care services Well, go just going to see a doctor for regular things because you got just a certain condition, not an emergency. So, yeah, those are factors that you want to you want to think through and, and consider depending on what plan kind of makes the most sense for you.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm going to ask you again for some contact info in a little bit so people can get to those resources. But before I do, is there anything else that you need to uh, tell the audience
2: to wrap up today's podcast? So, and again, I know Medicare is kind of confusing. Again, the beautiful thing is when you're close to Medicare, my goodness gracious, it's a beautiful time because you can have some really pretty awesome coverage. But you, you have to understand there's ways where you do not have to sign up for Medicare. Like I said, if you hit Medicare age and you're on credible group coverage, either with you, with your employer or your spouse's employer, you can opt to stay on that group plan as long as it's credible group coverage. And there's some definitions for that. And then you can sign up for Medicare at a later date. And by doing that, and once you come off that credible group coverage, you're gonna be able to sign up for Medicare, no issues, no problems, no penalties, no late fees, no nothing. And here's where some confusion lies out there because when could you hit a penalty well here's here's the penalties right so somebody hit 65 they're, they're great and healthy they're not on any group coverage no health insurance coverage at all but they're healthy they think the heck with it i don't want to pay the 170 i'm not going to sign up for a drug plan i'm healthy i'll sign up for that stuff later you're not in incredible group coverage right when all of a sudden, two, three, four years later, they decide, Ooh, I'm having some health issues, I need to sign up for a Medicare supplement, I need to sign up, I need to sign up for a drug plan. Well now, because you're eligible for Medicare, not on that credible group coverage, and you're signing up later, you've got some problems. Mm-hmm. First of all, if you want to sign up for Medicare A and B, you're gonna be able to sign up, but you're gonna to have to sign up in sign up in January and it's gonna start in July. Right? So it's a six-month window there when it's actually going to start, and you're going to have a Medicare Part B premium, a 10% penalty premium that you're going to pay for the rest of your life. And then you have a drug issue. So if you don't have credible drug coverage from the time you're eligible on Medicare, that drug pen- penalty coverage is a 1% per month penalty. So my example I just gave you a minute ago a guy goes five years never signs up for drug coverage because he's healthy he's not taking no medications or he's buying one or two inexpensive ones. So he doesn't sign up for a drug plan. Five years later he gets on some expensive ones signs up for a drug plan. Five years being off the coverage five years 12 times 60 months 1% per month. That's a 60% penalty Jeez. of the then current drug premium and that penalty lasts how long forever till the day the Lord comes and get you that's a lifetime penalty painful so there are some pretty serious penalties but those apply if you don't follow the rules meaning you hit 65 you're eligible for Medicare or again you're maybe you applied for maybe you got qualified for Medicare because of disability right still those same rules apply if you don't have that credible group coverage you've got to put some coverage in place to avoid those penalties and you just got to know that there's a variety of other penalties that kind of float up. You know, here's another big one. You got to be cautious. If you're on an HSA, you know, health savings account, you're putting money into your HSA, right? You're depositing money in your HSA. Great concept. Beautiful. Well, here's the issue. If you sign up for Medicare and you stay on that group coverage HSA, and even if you're on the Medicare Part A free part to Medicare, right, you're not paying a premium, but you deposit money in your HSA. There's like a 50% IRS penalty. Oh, geez. So you cannot put money into an HSA. You can't put new money into an HSA and be on Medicare. Mm-hmm. Now, if you already have an HSA, you can take that to the end. You can, you, can, you can use that later and you know spend the money out of it for proper expenditures. You just can't add money to it. Got it. So again, there's some things you have to be sure that you follow the rules to be sure you avoid those penalties. And again, getting the proper information is important. So mm-hmm. again, reach out to us. We'd be happy to help you with that. You can get on our website, duckduckplan.com and learn a little bit more about Medicare, request from us uh, a free complimentary copy of of the Duck Book, because again, it talks about things that you should be experiencing come 65. Help you understand some of that. Let us help you run the drug report to see which drug plan makes the most sense. I mean, some companies charge you a couple hundred bucks for that drug report, and in, in the scheme of things, as expensive as drugs are, it'd probably be worth a couple hundred bucks. But guess what? We'll do that complimentary for you. Oh, man. So we're sure you make the proper decision and guess what if we help you you decide to do that business with us We get paid and if you don't that's okay, too But again getting the proper information is is crucial with that stuff. Absolutely yeah. crucial. Absolutely. All right I'm actually gonna, gonna throw down one more thing if, if the listener Has
1: has a question that you didn't cover in today's podcast Can you give them an email address that they can actually just email their question in? because number one? I know that you will respond to that and and answer their question right off the bat. but also you're, I know you're always looking for, you know, what does the audience need to hear for a future podcast and you can address it then as well.
2: Scott at ITC411.com. So that's Scott at ITC like igloo Tom Charlie 411.com. Yeah, drop me a question. I'll be happy to respond back to you. And again, get on my website. I always tell people there's user friendly websites yeah. and ours is user friendly. Get on, take a look at some of the. We have a couple videos on there, help you understand that. And you can actually book, right from our website, you can book a call with me. I mean, if you want like a 15 minute consultation call, I'll be no cost, complimentary. You can book a 15 minute call with me. You can book a half hour call with me. You can book a, if you're in the area, you can book a you know, live visit at my office. But again, drop me an email. Any way I can help you get those questions answered, is is I'm happy to do that. Because again these are important important yeah. topics well scott thank you so much for your time today this this has been really fantastic well good i'm glad i'm glad to be I was able to reach out and get learning more about medicare is important and again i mentioned drugs man it's so important to mm-hmm. learn more and there's other ways there's other ways you can save money on your medications pharmaceutical programs that kind of stuff we don't have time to go into that today but if you've got expensive drugs that you're concerned about reach out to us let us help you determine what options you have Again yeah. okay, education baby that's the key that's it that is the key again, as always thank you. man love talking to you i love doing these podcasts i love helping to inform people
1: heck yeah i mean i i, I get a front row to this in, information i love it I, i'm getting educated I know. Lucky, all guy the way.
2: lucky guy you lucky
1: guy you all right again scott thank you so much and of course our last thank you goes to you listening audience thank you so much for tuning in and listening to the scotty show with scott leonardi if you have not subscribed to the podcast yet please click the subscribe now button below this way when scott comes out with a new podcast it'll show up directly on your listening device This makes it really easy to share these podcasts with your friends and family. Again, thanks for listening today. For everyone at Complete Solutions, this is Eric Johnson reminding you, it's time to get your ducks in a row.
0: Thank you for listening to The Scotty Show. Remember, today is the first day of the rest of your life. Live life like it's your job. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Complete Solutions, Inc. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice, tax advice, or legal advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning.